It hurts my heart. It hurts so much. Hello and welcome to uh, this week's episode of League Lore and More. As we mentioned last week, we will be starting our champion discussions for the Shadow Isles. And who else to start with other than the top dog himself, Viego, uh, or King Viego, also known as the Ruined King. He's a very recent champion as far as a playable character. Um, he was released in January, uh, uh, on the 21st of January, 2021. He is a skirmisher, assassin, fighter type who um, is frequently played in the jungle. Um, he does not, does not use mana or energy as a resource. Um, and he carries the Blade of the Ruined King, which is an item in the game that anyone can buy. Um, his abilities, um, his passive is called Sovereign's Domination. A very unique ability, um, and um, you'll see that when I describe it to you, but um, whenever Viego scores a champion takedown while alive and within three seconds of damaging them, so that's a kill or an assist within three seconds of damaging them, a Mist Wraith spawns from that champion's corpse for eight seconds. So, yeah, it'll be like a greenish silhouette of the character that just died. Um, Viego can, uh, if you basic attack, so if you right-click on a Mist Wraith, you will consume it, causing him to blink to where it is. So you have to be, obviously, within auto attack range, um, but you'll blink then to where it is, and... After one second, um, during which you cannot be targeted by enemies, um, you, you gain possession of the target and gain a certain amount of health back. Um, then for 10 seconds, Viego assumes the enemy champion's form and gains their basic attacks, basic abilities, items, and base stats. So you turn into the enemy champion. You don't get their ultimate ability, but you get the rest, and you can use them um, for 10 seconds. Um, and But, like, it also changes, like, your items are now their items. Um, and then when you do that, you get a free cast of Heartbreaker, which is your ultimate. Um, and um, Viego cannot use it. Item actives, consumable items, uh, or the shop during possession. So you can't use lasagnas, you can't use health pots. Um, and then if you cast your alt or a, another Mistraith, if there's another person that you can assume the form of, if you attack that, um, it'll end your possession of the current Wraith, um, the current champion, uh, immediately. His uh, Q is called Blade of the Ruined King. Vigo's basic attacks are empowered to deal bonus damage. And a, um, this uh, has caps against like jungle monsters and stuff like that. Additionally, his damaging abilities apply a mark to enemies for 4 seconds. Vigo's next basic attack against a marked target is empowered to consume the mark um, to strike a second time, dealing 
a certain amount of damage and healing him. Um, the second strike can critically strike and applies on hit effects from his other items. Uh, and then there's an active ability on this as well, which is Viego stabs in a line in the target direction to deal damage uh, to enemies hit. So you use the active to apply the passive mark, um, and then you auto attack them to consume the marks. Uh, active on, or his W is called Spectral Maw, and the active uh, use of it is Viego charges and slows himself by 10% while charging for up to three seconds uh, to increase Spectral Maw's range and stun duration. Spectral Maw can be recast at any time within the duration. If the charge completes without reactivation, Spectral Maw is canceled and placed on full cooldown. If the charge is interrupted, it will be placed on a three second cooldown. Uh, if it does not, if the channel does not run out and you recast it, Viego hurls a blast of mist in the target direction and dashes in the same direction. Uh, this cannot go through terrain. The mist deals damage to the first enemy hit and stuns them uh, based on how long you channeled it for. Spectral Maw um, is also an auto attack reset for Viego. His E is called Harrowed Path. Viego sends a specter in the target direction that creates a trail of mist in its wake, which lasts eight seconds if it hits terrain. Uh, if it hits terrain, the mist will spread further around either side. So you toss it at a wall, it hits terrain, and it spreads for a, a long, like it kind of spreads around the terrain that it hit. Um, so it can get up to a very big area size. And then um, inside the mist, Viego gains attack speed. Um, if he does not attack or cast abilities, he also gains movement speed and camouflage. So you, when you move into the mist, you can't be seen uh, until somebody gets close enough to you. And then like you're spotted, basically. His ultimate is called Heartbreaker, which we already referenced. Um, Viego basically he le leaps up into the air and blinks to like a new location. Um, upon arrival, he strikes the most wounded enemy champion, dealing physical damage, slowing them, and applying uh, other effects. Other enemies are knocked back, uh, but not through terrain. All targets hit are dealt uh, damage. If a possession is discarded, so if you're using Heartbreaker to get rid of a current champion that you have form of, Heartbreaker uh, is placed on a cooldown. And um, such and such. But um, some, some trivia for Viego. Um, his visuals were first revealed in the Ruined King announcement trailer, which is a uh, different game from Riot. Um, However, the character has existed since 2012 in the Twisted Tree Line remake. Now, the Twisted Tree Line was a 3v3 game mode that does not exist anymore, even though I'm very sad about it. And the setting for the map was on the Shadow Isles. Um, and Viego, obviously, is um, chief over those. Uh, and so 
you cannot play him on that map or anything like that back in 2012. Like he didn't exist as a playable character, but um, the the concept of him existed. Um, the uh, Riot has a like music group called Pentakill, um, and they have a song called Blade of the Ruined King. Uh, and so Viego's champion theme has taken segments of that for its own uh, and used it in his own theme. Uh, Viego, the name, is uh, possibly inspired by the Spanish word viejo, which is old, and Diego, um, as he is um, kind of sounds uh, Spanish or Hispanic of some kind. Um, at least his accent does. Um, and then his wife is named Isolde, or Isolde, I-S-O-L-D-E. So that could be a reference to Isolt, um, a famous uh, romance of Tristan and Isolt in Irish uh, um, history. Um, the three champions directly following Viego, which are Gwen, who we will discuss, Akshan, who we may discuss, but he's not technically a part of the Shadow Isles, and Vex, who we have already discussed, um, were tied to his return. Um, so there was a big event last year. So like Viego came out and then like they had a huge like harrowing event where like the harrowing was spreading all across Runeterra instead of just kind of like inching forward a little bit um, towards Bilgewater and, and all of that. Um, and, you know, there was these Sentinels, which were other characters in the game um, that had to, you know, beat it back and stuff like that. And they released champions throughout that um, were related to the Shadow Isles and the Harrowing. Um, that is uh, enough of that. We will get into his um, story and biography. Um, yeah, but um, I'm excited for this. Um, I know more about him than uh, I would with like most uh, other people that we've talked about prior to re reading like the biography or like the short story, uh, just because um, he got so much attention. Um, and he's a really cool champion. He's a really unique champion. Um, I, I, I like playing him. I'm not very good with him, though, um, because most assassin-type players I'm not very good at. But um, So without further ado, we'll um, share a bit of his champion theme and then get right into it. So thank you so much for listening, and uh, I hope you learned something. Viego, the Ruined King Few know of the kingdom to the east, far across the seas, whose name lies all but forgotten among the ruins that dot its shores. Fewer still know of its foolish young ruler, whose love-struck heart was doomed to destroy it. Now a grave threat to all, that man's name was, and is, Viego. The second son of a dynastic king, Viego was never intended to lead. Instead, he lived a life of comfort that made him complacent and selfish. 
Yet when his older brother died unexpectedly, Viego, who possessed neither the inclination nor the aptitude for rulership, suddenly found himself crowned. He showed little interest in his position until he met a poor seamstress, Isolde. So taken was he by her beauty that the young king offered her his hand in marriage, and thus one of the most powerful rulers of the age was wed to a peasant girl. Their romance was enchanting, and Viego, who'd rarely shown interest in anyone other than himself, devoted his life to her. The two were inseparable. He scarcely went anywhere without Isolde, always lavishing gifts upon his queen, and his attention could seldom be broken when she was present. Viego's allies fumed, unable to interest him in governance, and with the nation beginning to unravel under his questionable rulership, some plotted in secret to end their new king's reign before it had begun. His nation's enemies, meanwhile, saw an opportunity to strike, and the vipers began to circle. Thus did an, an assassin's poisoned dagger one day come for Viego, but the king was well defended. And the dagger did not strike true, instead grazing Isolde. The toxin worked quickly, and Isolde fell into a ruinous torpor, while Viego could only watch in horror as his wife's condition grew ever more serious. Overwhelmed with fury and despair, he spent every last coin within his coffers trying to save her. But it was all for naught. Isolde perished in her bed, and Viego was consumed by madness. His search for an antidote became desperate, crazed. Unable to accept his wife's death, every treasure of the kingdom, every scrap of wealth was sacrificed to, to his quest to return her to him. As the land fell into disarray, Viego hid himself away with Isolde's body, becoming hateful and violent. Then came the day he learned the secret of the Blessed Isles, of its water that healed any ailment. With his great army, he stormed the peaceful country by force, slaughtering everyone who stood in his way until he at last breached its inner sanctum and let his wife drift beneath the blessed water. She would return to him, no matter the destruction he wrought, no matter the cost. And for just one moment, she did. Isolt arose, a horrifying wraith of shadow and rage, and in her pain, her anger, her confusion at being ripped from death, she took Viego's own enchanted blade and thrust it through his heart. The magic of the waters and the ancient sword clashed, and the chamber's energy erupted, tearing across the aisles and trapping everything it touched in tortured, conscious undeath. Yet of this, Viego remembers nothing. His country collapsed into ruin, great nations rose and fell, and in time even his name was forgotten. Until, a thousand years after his death, Viego stood once more, and this time, he would not fail. His mind twisted by the same dangerous obsession he possessed in life. Viego's unflinching, deranged love fuels his every action, his every desire, his every atrocity. The deadly black mist pours freely from Viego's broken heart ripping the life from everything it touches, and he uses the mist to scour the world for some way to return Isolt to his side. Legions will fall before him only to rise again in his service. Continents will be swallowed by living darkness, and the world will pay for every moment of happiness it stole from an ancient ruler laid low by all-consuming love. He cares not for the destruction he causes so long as he can see Isolt's face again.
His reign is terror, his love is eternal. And until Isolt returns to him, all will fall before the ruined king. I will rip her from the jaws of death. Fate cannot stop me. Nothing can. No price is too great. No atrocity beyond my reach. For her, I will do anything. This short story is called She by Jared Rosen. Each time Viego thought of her face, it looked a little different. Sometimes the eyes were just too far apart or too close together, or her cheeks were a little too thin or a little too wide. Sometimes her hands lacked the calluses of a seamstress, but other times they were gnarled and thick from long days holding scissors and needles. She wore a gown some days and others a simple work frock, and on others still she wore nothing at all. She was never the same, but always the same, never there, but always present. A ghost of the heart Viego no longer possessed, rent open when... when... Viego, on his shattered, blackened throne at the bottom of the world, slammed his king's blade deeply into the rock beneath, cracking the obsidian and sending a brutal tremor across the entirety of the Shadow Isles. To his left lay a painting he could no longer bear to look at, for the fair Isolde's countenance had been too perfect to lay eyes upon, too lovely to grant him any peace or respite. He had torn her away, leaving only the image of a foolish young king, who had believed the world was kind centuries before, but who now was rightfully dead. Or if not dead, something else. Viego could not remember much of his old country, that was not twisted by shadows or anguish. In his memories he stepped out upon the sandstone streets and only saw Isolde before him. Every fresco on every wall contained her within a painted world that only he could touch, only he could see. Yet when he went to reach for her, the illusion broke away, and he was here, surrounded on all sides by the putrid waters that had stolen her all over again. Diego ripped his blade from the ground and stood, smashing its great heft into the floor and walls as he wailed. Then he was still for a long while, regarding the ancient painting from the old kingdom as if he had seen something new, regarding himself as he was before the isles had been swallowed up by darkness. Viego, he said, so handsome, so young, what became of you, Viego? Where have you gone? He dropped the painting to the floor, its frame cracking awkwardly as the canvas crumpled beneath it. Where are you, Isolde? said Viego. Why won't you come back to me? But he already knew the answer. To most, the black mist is a plague, a vector from monstrous life-sucking wraiths to assault the living and steal them away until the sun dies and the world crumbles into nothing. To Viego, it is his great unending sadness pouring ceaselessly from his broken heart. A testament to his love of better days long gone by and a cruel reminder of what was taken from him so long ago. It is this very mist that scours the land, tendrils infecting everything with their grim power, draining the life from whatever they touch until all that remains glows with the soft necrotic green of the ruination. Yet this, too, has a purpose, 
for as Viego's sadness ebbs and wanes, the mist surges forward, searching as if drawn to something. Something old, familiar, safe. The wraiths and spirits that travel within it do what they will, but the mist itself, no. It grasps ceaselessly for her. Everything Viego does is for her. And now it has found something far from the shores of the isles, far past the docks of Bilgewater and the coasts of Ionia, something on the mainland, hidden within a modest city at the edge of a river. The object calls to Viego, screams for Viego, demands his attention at all costs. And though the people wail, though they run from the blanket of death that rolls softly across their homes and fields, though the wraiths shriek and the horrors stir to feed, Viego hears but one voice and one voice alone. Viego, he imagines it says, for he cannot make out the words. The ruined king bursts from the fog like a hungry shadow, tearing through the first guard he sees as he lifts his blade high above the ground. The man's face contorts in pain as his body melts away and his spirit is absorbed into the mist. But Viego barely pays him any attention before he brings his sword down upon the second. Everywhere around him, ghouls feast upon the living, tearing them apart as their souls are dragged away to join the king's legions. Searing flesh sails through the air, arrows tumble across space, swords clatter and warriors fall. It does not matter to Viego. He raises a single hand before the city's great wall and the mist rushes forward, stones falling away as the structure becomes tainted with decay. Viego simply steps across the threshold, and suddenly he is through. He cuts down two more men as he moves silently toward the source of the voice, then another. They mean nothing. None of them bear any weight, and not one matters at all. Their spirits simply rise behind him, to do as he wills. The ruler of this city now stands before him, a proud man protecting a treasure of some kind, Viego is sure. But as a fellow leader, as a skilled warrior, perhaps he would make a better vassal than hungry spirit. Stop, says Viego, raising a single hand once more. The mist, the wraiths, the horrors, the fighting, everything seems to freeze on the ruined king's command. Behind you is a treasure you could not fathom the importance of. I will see it return to me, and in exchange you will serve me personally. The man seems to stumble over his words, grasping at something he cannot quite muster the courage to speak. But Viego gives him time, and slowly the words form on his lips. If, if I give you this treasure, will you spare the city? The ruined king seems disappointed. Whether he ponders an answer or reflects on the situation, this man will never know, as Viego suddenly appears above him his great blade slicing down through the heart of this small, frightened warrior king. His body slides harmlessly down the massive greatsword as blackness spreads across his skin. Viego rips the door behind him open, and there the treasure lies. An old worn-down music box, a gift from Viego's wedding day, whispering something he cannot quite hear. It seems possessed by grief, by boundless, immeasurable sorrow, but Viego simply holds it before his eyes, imagining the soft smile that will surely dance across Isolde's face the day he sees her again. What have they done to you, my love? He coos as the man he slaughtered slowly rises from the earth, 
ghostly greens and blues throbbing from between the cracks in his skin. Do not worry, he assures the music box. I will find you. It is simply a matter of time. And with that, Viego is gone, vanishing as wraiths devour the city. The end. Hate me if you must. Until she returns to my arms, all will be brought to ruin. So that is Viego. Um, kind of a mix of uh, the Mad King. Uh, the Mad Targaryen King from Game of Thrones and uh, the Night King, uh, also from Game of Thrones. The, uh, the White Walkers. Um... But, uh, yeah, I mean, ladies, if your guy isn't, if he's not in this, you know, dump him, you know, uh, if he's not willing to, uh, chase after you, even in death, in undeath, what's it about? What's it all about? You know, um, but no, seriously, uh, interesting story, interesting character, uh, I mean, you know, chasing after a wife or a husband, you know, that dies too soon or was killed or something is definitely something that might you might think is played out. Um, but I think they did uh, a good job as far as like with uh, the character's story, um, his uh, demeanor, his personality, his mannerisms uh, and uh, how that plays out in the game. Uh, it's all it's all there uh, when you're playing him as a champion, uh, which is cool to see some champions, you know, like they don't necessarily fit their lore with how they behave in the game or like vice versa. Um, so um, it is nice to see a champion that fully embodies what uh, they're supposed to be. Um, but uh, yeah, so that will do it for this week and we will continue with the uh, some of his servants and some others that might not necessarily uh serve him uh going forward uh so thank you for listening and uh i hope you will return next week for that episode and uh yeah have a great week uh have a great holidays uh as we approach all of those i'm sure we all have our you know holiday parties coming up so um Keep safe, keep warm, and uh, yeah, have a great week.